So today we are very fortunate to have Her Grace um, Prima Padmini Mataji. Uh, although she was not scheduled to give class, but she agreed to give class today. And uh, thank you, Mataji, once again. Madhanat Pranam to you. Shila Prabhupad ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai. And uh, today we will be uh, studying the verse uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 3, Verse 16. 5, 3, 16. So, Mataji, if you can please take over. Uh, thank you very much, Mataji. Please accept my blue pieces. So, uh, we are uh, doing Canto 5, Chapter 3, Chapter 16. Yes, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naranchaiva Narutamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jai Mudirayet Nashtaprayeshwa Bhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloki Bhaktir Bhavati Nastiki Mukam Karoti Vachalam Pangum Langayate Girim Yatrapatamaham Vandi Shri Gurum Dinatarinam Paramananda Matavam Shri Chaitanya Ishwaram Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 3, Text 16. Isukavacha iti nigadena bishu yamanu bhagavan animisar shabhuvasha dharabibhaditha bivandita charana sodayam idam aham. Sri Sukadeva Goswami said, the priests who were even worshipped by King Nabi, uh, the emperor of Bharat Varsha, offered prayers in prose, gently they were in poetry, and bowed down at the Lord's lotus feet. The Lord of Lords, the ruler of the demigods, was very pleased with them, and he began to speak as follows. So we'll do one more verse, because there's uh, no purport also in this. Sri Bhagavan Uvacha Aho Bataham Rishayo Bhavadir Avitata Girdir Bharam Asulabham Abhiyachito Yad Amushyatma Jo Maya Sadrisho Bhuyad Itimamaham Eva Birupa Kaivalyad Atapi Brahma Vadova Mrisha Bhavitum Arhati Mamevahi Mukam Yad Vijadeva Kulam the Supreme Personality of God had replied, O oh, great sages, I am certainly very pleased with your prayers. You are all truthful. You have prayed for the benediction of a son like me, for King Nabi. But this is very difficult to obtain. Since I am the Supreme Person without a second, and since no one is equal to me, another personality like me is not possible to find. In any case, because you are all qualified Brahmanas, your vibrations should not prove untrue. I consider the Brahmanas who are well qualified with Brahmanical qualities to be as good as my own mouth. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Word Avitata Girbi means they whose spoken vibrations cannot be nullified. 
the brahmanas dvijadas twice born are given a chance by the shastric regulations to become almost as powerful as the supreme lord whatever a brahmana speaks cannot be nullified or changed in any circumstance according to the vedic injunctions a brahmana is the mouth of the supreme personality of god therefore in all rituals a brahmana is offered food brahmana bhojana because then a brahmana eats it's considered that the supreme lord himself eats similarly whatever a brahmana speaks cannot be changed it must act the learned sages who were priests at maharaja nabi's sacrifice were not only brahmanas but were so qualified that they were like devas demigods or god himself if this were not the case how could they invite lord vishnu to come to the sacrificial arena god is one and god does not belong to this or that religion in kaliyuga different religious sects consider a god to be different from the god of others but that is not possible god is one and he is appreciated according to different angles of vision in this verse the word kaivalyat means that god is no competitor there is only one god in the shvetashvatara upanishad 6.8 it said natat samas chabhyadikas Chadrishyati. No one is found to be equal to him or greater than him. That is the definition of God. Om Adhyana Timiranda Se Gyan Jana Shalake Chakshur Unmilita Menatasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pristaya Bhutaleshan Tejap Takswamati Namaha Maachari Padani Taikupa Pradani Gorakata Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pristaya Bhutaleshan ಶ್ರೀಮತಿ ಭಕ್ತಿ ವಿಧಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ನಾಮಿ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ದೇವಿ ಗೌರವಾಣಿ ಪ್ರಸಾದಿ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷ ಶೂನ್ಯವಾದಿ ಪಾಶ್ಚಾತ್ಯ ದೇಶಾದಿ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಹರಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರಿ 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 ಶ್ರೀ ಸುಖದೇವ ಗೋಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಸೆಟ್ ದೀಸ್ ಇವನ್ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ ಬೈ ದ ಕಿಂಗ್ ನಾಬಿ ದ ಎಂಪರ್ ಆಫ್ ಭಾರತ ವರ್ಷ ಭಾರತ ವರ್ಷ ಆಫರ್ ಪ್ರೇಯರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಪ್ರೂಸ್ and bowed down at the lord's lotus feet the lord of lords the ruler of the demigods was very pleased with them and he, he began to speak as follows you have prayed for the benediction of a son like me for king nabi but this is very difficult okay since i am the supreme person without a second and since no one is equal to me another personality like me is not possible to find in any case because you're all qualified brahmanas your vibrations should not prove untrue I consider the brahmanas who are well qualified with brahmanical qualities to be as good as my own mouth. So we can see what is the quality for becoming, being a, really called a brahmana. Brahmana is one who knows brahman or what is spiritual, what is transcendental. And here these are devotee brahmanas and they have full faith in the form of the Lord, not just impersonalist brahmanas or uh, the ones who just know the Vedas, but these are so, so exalted. And so when they performed the sacrifice for King Nabi, and he, uh, you know, the Lord actually so kindly appeared. He doesn't have to appear. Every time somebody does a yajna, it's not that the Lord himself appears. But because he was so pleased by the devotion, uh, I mean, the qualified brahmanas reciting so perfectly, um, you know, with devotion and faith. 
So the Lord very kindly and uh, appeared, and actually the priests felt so sh- ashamed that they unnecessarily disturbed the Lord to come here for what? I mean, <laughs> to just to get a son for King um, Nabi. Of course, Nabi was also a great king. I mean, a great devotee. And um, so this is just his leela that Krishna, um, you know, he wanted a son like the Lord. He, out of humility, he must have said, uh, he would have thought, who can, how can I get the Lord as my son? So he said, somebody like you, the next best thing. But that is, I mean, somehow if you desire and you go through Brahmana, such as my great Brahmana Vaishnavas, were very, very dear to the Lord. And it is also mentioned that whatever and the Lord wants, to, whatever blessings they give, Krishna will fulfill. That is the thing. It is not that Brahmanas are like God and they can say anything. How is it that whatever they say will come true and uh, their words will not go in vain? Their blessings and curses cannot be, uh, you know, retracted. So much so that even the Lord himself accepts the curse sometimes when he gets cursed by some, uh, you know, rishis and all that. And he says, okay, I accept it. Uh, like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was cursed by one person in Navadvip, uh, that, you know, may you not have any material enjoyment, because he was so angry, he was not allowed to uh, participate in the uh, Sankirtan, you know, which they used to have in Srivastakur's house. And uh, so he was saying that, you know, um, uh, I mean, uh, so he cursed Lord Chaitanya and said, Lord Chaitanya smiled. He was very happy because he didn't want material sense gratification any day. So like that, any, even sometimes they curse the Lord, the Lord accepts it. So this much he gives value to anything coming from a Brahmana's mouth because they are fixed in Brahman. So they are not just uh, talking, you know, non-stop some nonsense which comes in our minds. Um, when somebody is um, you know, still attached to the mind and talks whimsically, then their words will not come, I mean, will not come true. Uh, will not also. It's only something which is in uh, somebody who is in touch with Krishna and speaks uh, like the mouth of Krishna. Krishna is speaking through them. Then we know that, uh, you know, it's definitely, if you get a blessing, then we know it will definitely happen. And Krishna will make sure that whatever these, uh, you know, whatever benedictions were given will happen because he wants to, um, he doesn't want to let down, let his devotee down. Uh, so that is why, I mean, um, all devatas, uh, they give benedictions and even um, sometimes uh, they take uh, vows, Arjuna will say, before sunrise, if I don't, uh, you know, uh, finish off Jayadrita, I'm going to jump into the fire and all that, he took a vow and Krishna said, Arjuna, what are you, what kind of vows you take? How is this possible? Why do you take a vow like that? He said, anyway, you're there now, Krishna. So he was very cool. And um, he, uh, you know, he, because, I mean, that is, uh, it's not that Arjuna says something selfishly or in a motivated way. Everything is in uh, connection with Krishna. Everything is inspired by Krishna. So, these, all these leelas are taking place, sometimes it seems as if a devotee is um, 
uh, saying something like for example here it seems that this nabi such a great devotee why was he just selfishly asking for just a son and that's what the priest also apologizes to the lord you know such a big yagna we did just for one son instead you know he could have asked i want to go back to godhead or even heavenly planet something big it's like you go to a king and you just ask something very small you know just give me you should ask something big otherwise you're wasting his time to get an audience with him and then you ask for something very small which somebody else can also give so they felt very very guilty but lord is so affectionate and kind to his devotees and he even we see that in bhagavad gita he mentions that two four types of people take shelter of me arto arthati jignasu and arto arthati jignasu and one who is wise gyani so and he considers all of them to be um, broad minded because anyone i mean one arto means one who is after money arthati who is in distress and wants some Uh, problems to be solved and uh, jignasu is one is just inquisitive to know what is god who is god and so on and then gyani is he realizes that this is the most valuable thing everything else is useless like that so so someone out of knowledge comes to krishna then he is considered to be um, the most uh, topmost but he says that all these people for whatever reason if you go to krishna then he says that they are all broad minded and uh, he considers them pious because to approach krishna is not easy we are so much covered with um, you know materialistic uh, desires uh, due to so many sins uh, we have committed uh, you know the conditioned souls um, uh, this thing i mean uh, our mind is uh, covered uh, with uh, materialistic thoughts and so Prabhupada said that if you even start thinking of Krishna, you're making a big advancement in spiritual life. Because normally a materialist um, mind is full of thoughts about our own enjoyment. Right? What will I do? There is and different people also. It might be thinking, but all about materialistic things. Even the enjoyment, uh, even the recreation, uh, the uh, the songs and the dance and the drama and uh, the interactions with people everything is centered around mundane enjoyments or you know relationships so if we start to even think about krishna it's a big advancement um, you know so here these brahmanas are uh, you know exalted i mean they are um, thinking i mean they are great devotees of the lord and so the lord is very kind even to someone who even wants thinks of krishna he never forgets that person and he keeps on pulling him towards him that is why chaitanya mahaprabhu said you have to serve all vaishnavas and he said who the vaishnava i said even if a person only once chanted the name of krishna he is a vaishnava why because even once you take the name of the lord then the lord never forgets you and then he keeps making arrangements so that you can come closer and closer to him that is how affectionate and loving krishna is and um because i mean we are not able to relate with him not because he is not he is not coming to us it is because we are not uh, tuning ourselves to him or we are we don't desire so much to have his association because we can't understand him we are used to material uh, you know emotions love 
all that we can experience with um, embodied people here. But how do you relate with Krishna? He he doesn't uh, he doesn't feel the same things that we feel in the material world. He's so you know exalted, so spiritual, and we feel he's so distant. If you think all our uh, whatever we experience in this world, everything is simply a reflection of what happens in the spiritual world. So the Lord also is a person like us who who is also very, very affectionate, who has emotions, feelings, he reciprocates, uh, all these things. So that means that he's, you can, we can interact with him in whatever, somehow we should go to him. It doesn't matter even if all, all we can think of is material things. But even that, oh Krishna, I'm so fallen. What to do, please? I'm so attached. Help me. And uh, whatever. You know, even in all our distress, we shouldn't think, oh, I must not go to Krishna uh, to tell him any of my material problems because, you know, we should not disturb him. So, I will, um, because I have to be a pure devotee and I can go to Krishna only when I'm pure. Then in this impure form, we can never go to Krishna then. No, even uh, we know that something is troubling us, we can pray to him. Oh Krishna, please tell me what I should do. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's wrong to just ask, do like this for me. We don't force Krishna. Do like this only for me. I'm in this problem to solve my problem. That is wrong. If you go and tell Krishna and give him uh, instructions, please, you better do like this. Otherwise, I'm, I cannot live anymore or something like that. That is wrong. But if you just share with him, because right now, in our fallen condition, you know, we're not able to relate with him in that uh, exalted way that the pure devotees just glorify him. They're always thinking, meditating on Krishna, his pastimes, his beauty, his everything, his qualities. They're so much madly in love with him, so they can just uh, glorify him and the Lord also shares affection. Okay, that stage is because we have to get purified. But even in our conditioned state, if we just approach Krishna at all times, you know, there is no particular muhurta mentioned when you, should, when you can approach the Lord. There may be special auspicious moments to perform formal yajnas and all that you have to see what is the time, uh, you know, which uh, this thing star is good and which day and all that. But for informal talk with Krishna, any time, or chanting Hare Krishna also, any time, no problem. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu even said that, you know, once they were all going on a, a walk with all his devotees on the road and suddenly uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had to attend to nature's call. So he went and then he came back and he said, oh, my tongue, it's so naughty. Even when I'm, uh, you know, engaged in uh, my attending to my nature's call, it is vibrating Hare Krishna. So, uh, then there was a small boy called Gopal and he said, no, that is not, that is okay. Even uh, you can chant Hare Krishna mantra in any state of, in any situation, anywhere you can chant Hare Krishna, there's no problem. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu smiled and he said, oh, very good, you have uh, you know, you have enlightened me, so you are named Pindi Gopal Guru. So that's how that uh, devotee, I mean, as a child only, he was named as Gopal Guru because he gave such a wonderful, uh, you know, uh, uh, I mean, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted, uh, made his devotees speak for him. Like, you know, here it is mentioned how the Brahmanas are the mouth of the Lord. So sometimes he makes the devotees speak 
what he himself wants to say. Like that's how he in the Chaitanya Charitamrita he said he he made Ramanandra speak all exalted things. He asked the questions Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ramananda Araya gave the answers like this. So he uh, many times he did like that. He made our or he made um, um, Sarvabhom Bhattacharya, you know, sit there, sat and listened to him and finally instructed him, uh, you know, Sarvabhom Bhattacharya when he was a Mayavadi, so he was giving all impersonalist teachings. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu patiently sat and listened, and after that, of course, he corrected him. But anyway, in many instances, he makes the devotees speak. So that is how the Brahmanas or the Vaishnava, Brahmana Vaishnavas are the mouth of the Lord because the Lord makes them speak. I mean, or he speaks through them. So, in this way, um, uh, you know, here these um, Brahmanas, even though they felt very, very ashamed to trouble the Lord for just this thing. And not only that, he need not have come. He could have just blessed them, you know, without personally coming. That's why they felt more guilty. They never expected that the Lord will appear, uh, you know, um, I mean, we don't see, even uh, the Lord appears each time for all the yajnas, even for Dasharat Maharaj, when he was doing the yajna, and the Lord did not come, he just, uh, somebody came and gave this, was it, um, came and gave? Um, anyway, the, the, it, so some personality um, came and gave this, um, the key and said that, okay, give it to the queens. So, that would have been enough. Uh, somebody could have just appeared from the fire or some devita and said, okay, give this to your wife and you'll get a son. But they never expected the Lord. The way from Vaikuntha, he will appear. It was a big, uh, you know, pleasant surprise, or, uh, you know, for them. And they felt, oh God, this is not at all, uh, you know, befitting for such a small thing the Lord himself has come. So, um, so it, it, this whole thing, because the Lord wants to develop a relationship with us. He's so kind, he's so loving, and he wants to, just like, you know, in material life also we see that everybody wants to have loving relationships, right? Everybody is um, hankering for that. At least, you know, um, that's the normal this thing. Sometimes you know, people become... Uh, too much obsessed with sense gratification, they want to just have material sense gratification, they don't want people. But if you're not so obsessed with sense gratification, it's natural for everybody to want to have relationships. And you know how uh, ever since mobiles came, people never can live without the mobile. The best friend of a person or uh, expansion of their body is the mobile because all the time they're talking or texting and, um, you know, all the time they want to, I mean, they're really so blissful because nowadays even the youngsters, even a mobile gift is more than enough for them. They don't want anything else because through that mobile they can contact the whole world. And so that shows how much we want relationships. And so the Lord also, He wants to have relationships with us. And we also want, actually, relationship with the Lord and uh, devotees. And that's why we start chanting Hare Krishna Mantra. We don't even know how to relate with the Lord. And so kindly he said, okay, just chant this mantra. And that's like a hot, this thing to me. You know, hotline. 
Just chant Hare Krishna directly. You are in touch with the Lord. You don't need to go through anybody. See, earlier you have to go through all these brahmanas and then worship. They uh, will only pray. They have a hotline with Krishna, and whatever they say, we have to listen. And many of them didn't have hotline also, but they pretended they had. And whatever they wanted, they said, and we just had to accept. But that is why, because there are no qualified Brahmana Vaishnavas who act like a mouth of this. He said that I want to connect with everyone. So I'm giving you hotline connection to everybody. Just chant Hare Krishna, I'm there for you. So this is how he makes himself available. So we can understand how eager he is to establish a relationship with each and every one of us. You know, that's what he wants very much. Otherwise, why will he make it easier and easier? And we don't want him. We don't even know about him and we keep on. The sense gratification, we commit so many sins. And so he is just trying to somehow induce us to uh, take shelter of him. And so that's why this Damodar month we have, okay, just show lamp, that's all, any way, even if you're dirty, no problem, you know, you don't have any prayers, nothing. Just offer a ghee lamp to me, my form, and so many of your sins will be finished. And then you can develop. Uh, you know, uh, some faith in me and uh, love for me. So this is how he is constantly trying to, you know, make it easier and easier so that we can relate with him. And uh, so at any stage, even uh, he says that four types of people come to me and even somebody who is very mentally attached and all that, if he just uh, approaches him and starts talking to him, that's very nice. Krishna is so happy. And he will help him either, you know, correcting us or purifying and telling no, or he might, you know, see how to fulfill our desires, or whatever it is, that is up to him. But we can go to him and prove that what happens is, the most important thing is, we are developing a relationship with the Lord and we are developing faith in the Lord. And we understand when the Lord actually um, reciprocates with us, then we can understand, we develop our faith. So, um, the, in Kaliuga, different religious, um, so here he's saying, in Kaliuga, different religious sects consider the God to be different from the God of others, but that's not possible. God is one, and is appreciated according to different angles of vision. In this verse, the word Kaivalyat means that God is no competitor. There's only one God. So, uh, you know, this is amazing that here they wanted uh, a son and he said, uh, actually, um, he also predicts uh, later in the later verses about how he will come in the womb of Meru Devi as the um, wife of Nabi, the son of Adhidhara, I will come as Rishabhadeva, okay, as um, um so that uh, Rishabhadeva is actually a Swamsha expansion of the Lord. And um, the Lord, he expands himself. So one God, they think that, you know, in Hinduism we are polytheistic and we have got so many gods. But in reality, there is only one God, but he um, expands himself into so many gods to have, because he wants variety. 
different i mean he has made also different different souls have different different no soul is the same as other there are unlimited souls we can imagine how many different just in this one universe there are so many trillions of uh, planets and so on and how many living entities just in this one universe and then there are so many unlimited universes in the material world and spiritual world is three times bigger than this how many souls and each soul is different from there is no one uh, you know no two souls are the same so that is the uh, you know amazing thing about krishna that he wants to um have a variety of um, you know types of relationships type of rasas types of pastimes each and every living entity has got a place in his leela something or the other he is going to uh, you know he has got his uh, unique relationship and um, so on which he doesn't know here in the material world we have completely covered we don't know what is our original position and here we are going around thinking we are this body so naturally right now how we are connecting with them is not in our original way or what is most pleasing to him they are in complete ignorance and uh, so but still we can see how he was very affectionate even though it was not right i mean for them to have just asked for that um he said you pray for me uh, since i am the supreme without a second okay but still he came here and he wanted to not only prove that the brahmana's words were true he also wanted to satisfy king nabi um because he was his devotee so this uh, you know through the bhagavatam uh, we understand directly you know um, we understand what is uh, krishna and what's our relationship with him because in bhagavad gita we only understand that we are the lord and we understand that krishna showed his expansions and uh, i mean in the material world he showed his universal form and uh, only about um, and he asked us to just surrender to him but this devotional aspect he also talks about devotional service and uh, you know the 6 to uh, 12 chapters are in the bhagavad gita are all about uh, devotional service but it only talks about uh, in the material world what happens to a person who uh, surrenders to him and starts worshiping him and what are the qualities he will have that is all it doesn't talk about uh, you know further uh, how he relates with uh, each and every living entity what are the loving um, you know past times he has even in the material world all that is brought about in the shrimad bhagavatam so through each of these uh, different different leelas we can see that uh, you know personality of krishna how wonderful and uh, you know uh, so full of uh, variety it is every living entity imagine it is not only some people are mentioned here but then every living entity is equally important to the lord and he expands himself for each and every living entity so that is really amazing as the paramatma here in the material world he expands himself and is situated with every living entity ready i mean all the time watching and uh, he is completely he gives himself to that particular jiva and uh, so here uh, that, that's why he also mentioned that the pure devotee does not like to 
disturb the Lord. Why? Because um, he is happy. He is not in it because the Lord. See, I mean, naturally, for someone like this who is, uh, you know, in charge of everything and um, so many things, and he has to have his own pastimes. With his, uh, so, uh, a pure devotee is very humble, and he thinks I am very insignificant. I should not trouble the Lord. Whatever He needs, I will do, but in a very quiet way. And I don't want to be, you know, hoist myself in front of Him, and uh, that He should notice me and listen to me, and especially for, you know, asking for some benedictions and all that. Why? Because the Lord is always with the living entity, especially for a pure devotee. He is always there. There is no separation. So a devotee does not want to intimidate him by going in front of him because there is no separation at all. Krishna expands himself and so whatever may be our position, whatever may be our form, whatever may be the way we are, uh, you know, our relationship with the Lord, he will be completely satisfied. There is no high and low. Because the Lord is one. Okay? And um, it is just the mood in which he um, relates with each person may be different. And then there is that the Lord feels completely satisfied with the gopis. Uh, it may be. But he is also satisfied. doesn't mean that he is not satisfied with the others. He is also equally satisfied with everything. He doesn't... Um, Distinguish like that. Everybody is equally important. So, a soul, whatever way he can satisfy Krishna, and Krishna is satisfied with him, and that relationship satisfies everyone. So, cow in Vrindavan may be just giving milk and going with him, and he will feel, the cow will feel, oh, Krishna is mine. There is no one else who can give milk to Krishna. Imagine only I can give milk. So, he thinks his service is the best. And uh, like, I mean, and not in terms of putting others down, not in a competitive way, but he is very, very satisfied and he thinks his service is the best. And likewise, everyone else, whoever is doing whatever service to Krishna, uh, they have Krishna the way they want and so they are fully satisfied and they think this is the best service. This is my service to Krishna. No one else can do this service to Krishna. So in this way, everyone feels very important to Krishna and very satisfied. That's the amazing thing. And how, we will see now, how he expands himself. Because normally, of course Krishna is one, they don't understand how very, um, you know, uh, how very sophisticated and how very perfect our religion is, uh, Vedic uh, knowledge. It com gives us complete, uh, because God is not so something, you know, just like an open man sitting in heaven and, uh, like that, or just without any form. Uh, this is how much we can speculate on God. But here, actually, the God Himself has given us what He is like. So, the first thing is Krishna in a Swayam Rupa, the original form of Krishna as a covered boy in Vrindavana. That is the original form of Krishna. And then, uh, you know, uh, he then He expands Himself into many forms, right? Um, so that is called Swayam Prakasha. So one is, one type of expansion is the same Krishna, he expands himself into many, many different forms, just like Krishna, as in the Rasa dance or the way he expands himself and is with every queen in Dwaraka. 16,108 queens, wives he had, in Dwar he has in Dwaraka. 
and with each and every one of them same krishna expands and he is like that of course each one is doing different different activities speaking different things but it is the same form so that is called prabhava prakasha so swayam rupa is his original form as a covered boy and then he expands himself into swayam prakasha and that expansion is also of two categories one is looking just like himself so that is prabhava prabhava prakasha means just like krishna and then vaibhava prakasha means slightly different according to different emotional features so here it is like you know when he is in dwarka for example uh, he is like a king so there is some difference and also balarama actually balarama and krishna are equal balarama is also this uh, you know he has all the powers only krishna and balaram balaram is his first direct uh, expansion and um, he has all the uh, qualities that krishna has and not only that he has his own gopis so the madhurya ras which no other form of krishna has only krishna has and balaram but krishna balarama is the savior bhagavan he is the servitor god krishna is the um, the one who served he is the master and he is the servant god balarama so he is also so slightly krishna is dark and he is white and krishna wears um, yellow garments he wears blue garments that's the only difference otherwise same potency as krishna now balarama from balarama expansions happen so that is uh, so he expands you know there is called tadekatma rupa in his form transcendental emotions are differently manifested so there are one set of expansions in goloka vrindavana another set of expansions in um, this thing in uh, vaikuntha and then so they are all called um, this thing vilasa uh, um, okay vilasa a past time expansions in the spiritual world and when the lord descends avatara when he incarnates in the material world they are called swamshap or expansions for the sake of um, you know a past time sphere because those are different on this earth uh, on this material world these past times are um, different from the past times that are going on permanently in the spiritual world so we have um, you know the lord uh, expanding himself as vasudeva sankarshana from balarama he expands himself into uh, this thing vasudeva sankarshana pradyamna aniruddha so these four quadruple um, expansions from whom actually even rama lakshmana shatrughna bharata came like that so these are the four uh, expand, uh, you know expansions of the lord and these are also two sets of four expansions for the first set vasudeva sankarshana pradyamna aniruddha are in the goloka vrindavana um, area that means also in uh, mathura vrindavana uh, dwarka all three so um, so vasudeva and um, um, i think vasudeva and sankarshana are in mathura vrindavana the other is in dwarka aniruddha pradyumna like that so that is um, you know the first quadruple expansion then 
from Sankarsana of the first quadrilateral set of, uh, sorry, uh, from Sankarsana expands Narayana. And he is in the Vaikuntha uh, world. Uh, he is like Krishna's expansion and in the four-armed form. Krishna and two-armed form is in Bhulapadindamna. Krishna in four-armed form as Narayana is in uh, is the supreme in the Vaikuntha world. And uh, it is Krishna only. This that is, uh, you know, is um, got different uh, moods. That's all. And uh, so, from that Narayana, again another set of quadruple uh, expansion happens, which is Vasudeva, Sankarsana, Pradyamna, Aniruddha. So, from that second quadruple expansion, which is in the Vaikuntha world, at Sankarsana, again, another, those Swamsha, or the personal expansion, they, uh, he, he expands himself like that to come to the material world. And the very first Swamsha expansion is Karanudakshai Vishnu. He comes, uh, Purushavataras, that is. So, like this, and then the Purushavataras, and then in the Vaikuntha world, each Nara, I mean, Narayana has got so many different forms. We know that. Um, just uh, from the Tilaka mantras only, we know there are 12, right? Keshavaya Namaha, Narayana Namaha, Govinda, then Madhusudana, Rishikesha, Vamana, like this, all these forms. So, like that, you know, further expansions are the four quadruple expansions. Each one expands into three, and then um, that is that makes it twelve. And then you have, um, um, yeah, you have <coughs> Vasudeva expanding himself, Keshava, Narayana, Madhva, Krishna expanding himself into Govinda, Vishnu, Madhusudana, Pradyamna expanding himself to Trimit. Trimitrama, Bhamana, Sridra, Aniruddha expanding himself into Rishikesha, Padmanabha, Damudra, and um, the, so th these are um, 16, I know, 13, yeah, these are four, uh, so they are totally 16 now, and then uh, again Vasudeva expands into another two, Dokshaja, Purushottama, so each one expands into further two. So that makes it 24. So 24 people, uh, things are um, there in every Vaikuntha planet. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So uh, no, these are uh, so many innumerable Vaikuntha planets. And in this, each Vaikuntha planet, the people who are guarding uh, on either of uh, all the four directions is Vasudeva, Sankarsana, Pradyamna, and Aniruddha. And these Narayana forms, They've got their own planets, and they are all. Um, why? Uh, how do you distinguish between one form and another? Because they're all, uh, you know, uh, same blue color and wearing a, you know, a golden helmet and uh, four um, weapons and so on. But the weapons are differently positioned. So uh, one is conch and uh, the same uh, discus and. Lotus flower and uh, Gada, and then uh, again, permutation and combination like that. So, all these 24 forms have got, you can distinguish from the way that uh, this thing, uh, through the permutation and combination of the weapons. So, 
as it is, I mean, uh, then there are innumerable Vikunta planets so many different forms. All the Leela pastimes that come here in the material world uh, as known as Shramsa. In their original, in the forms, they are there in the Vaikuntha world. So, and those that come here, or uh, uh, avatars in our, in the material world, also there are different different types of incarnations. We have the Purusha avatars, you know that Karanu Dakshai Vishnu, Garbu Dakshai Vishnu, Shiro Dakshai Vishnu. We know how they expand and you know the creation takes place and uh, Shiro Dakshai Vishnu is the Paramatma in everyone's hearts and all that. Then you have Leela Avataras, which are also uh, also called Kalpa Avataras. So they appear different different pastimes. Okay, then the Guna Avataras are the Brahma, Vishnu and Shiva the, in charge of the three modes of material nature. And then we have um, Yuga Avataras. Every Yuga has a, a specific Yuga Avatara who is the main Avatara. Just a minute. Hare Krishna. So, um, then you have the Yuga Avataras, and we know how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Yuga Avatara for the sage, and then Krishna and Rama, and um, the white form, and the Samsa, and the Satya Yuga. Then Manvantara Avataras, in every Manu's time, there is one Avatara. So, there are, in one day of Brahma, there is 504,000 uh, Manus. So that many um, avataras are there. Then apart from that, Satyavesh avataras. Uh, that is the specific... Uh, so, uh, like this, um, we have, uh, you know, Satyavesh, uh, those are empowered, uh, you know, um, living entities. Uh, I mean, like Prithu Maharaj, uh, and so on. Um, uh, Kapila Dev, Dev is also a Satyavesh avatar. That means it is some living, uh, some diva who has been empowered to have that particular, uh, you know, power uh, or quality of the Lord for one particular pastime. So like this. So you can see how varied. And then he has so many vibhutis. That is also comes under Satyavesh. That means in the Bhagavad Gita he talks about uh, you know, all his opulences in the material world. Those are also uh, empowerments of Krishna. So in this way um, we can see how God, that one God, expands himself into innumerable forms. And we are all Vibhinamsha uh, or, uh, you know, um, also expansions, but we are not, uh, we are uh, not in the category of Vishnu Tattva, but uh, differentiated parts and parcels. So, uh, so the whole purpose of creation is simply to again connect with Krishna and engage ourselves in wonderful relationships and pastimes with Him. Um, uh, so, that is the purpose of life, that is our eternal nature and right now, because we have forgotten Krishna and we have our own pastimes, 
where we are the center. Our leelas are going on constantly in our minds. And from here, we have to switch and be attached to the, you know, that's why uh, in Krishna consciousness, we try to include Krishna in our leelas also. Whatever leela I want to do, I want to include Krishna also. So that gradually what will happen is, uh, we, we get purified and we understand that actually Krishna, you're the master. And I should be part of your leela, not that you should be part of my leela. Here what we do is, I am the most important, I am enjoying myself, I will include Krishna also. So we, we want him to be part of our leela and you know, he is like in the side and I am the main. And actually the reality is that he is the main and we are part of his leela. So Krishna is so kind, he waits and he slowly purifies us so that we understand. And when we do that, we will be so happy because that, that is the true nature. Now, whatever, why are we so miserable in the material world? Because we are doing it artificially. Now, we are doing it wrong. The position is not correct. And that is why we are not able to be happy or, you know, we have to struggle so much for everything. Because we don't actually deserve it. So, we, Krishna says, okay, actually you are not the master or anything. But because you want to feel like a master, you do some good, nice uh, karmas and yagnyas and so that. That illusion, you know, you can enjoy yourself. Just like, you know, um, if we want to play mother, mother, or mother, father, uh, you know, uh, so the children. And then the parents, okay, get all the vessels, okay, play for some time. And then uh, the children are very happy. They think, oh, I'm the mother, I'm the father. And then they, uh, they're, they're completely lost. They forget about the parents completely. And then when they actually start feeling hungry, then they go, oh, I'm hungry, please. Well, you have all your kitchen utensils, you can cook. No, that is not satisfying me. I want, you know, to come back. So in the same way, we are trying to, uh, you know, impersonate uh, like Krishna and we want to have relationships without him. And we want to play mother, mother, father, father, whatever, mother, father, and, uh, you know, the family, and I'm going, and I'm talking, and uh, all that, and we think, uh, and we, we are looking forward to that, we want to be happy with that, because originally, we have relationships in which we are completely so, I mean, involved, because Krishna means full of relationships, we can see how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came and told it to us. All the time, he was so much, uh, so much love he felt. So much separation he felt for Krishna. He was um, crying and uh, singing and dancing and he was embracing all the devotees and even non-devotees. All living entities, he showed so much love. So this is the nature of Krishna and also the nature of the devotees. We are also like that originally. And because we have that some taste of, uh, you know, all those emotional relationships there, we try to impersonate over here. Thinking, I'm, uh, you know, uh, I'll be something and I want everybody as my expansions and I want to, uh, like God in His expansions, we want to expand ourselves and have everybody, you know, uh, expand ourselves in the form of family. We want many, many children. I mean, that was the normal thing. People expanded themselves. Just like the Lord expands over there in the spiritual world. We want to expand yes, uh, ourselves with having children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and we feel we are like God, right? I've got all these people, I'm maintaining them, and we want them all to listen to us, but in Kali Yuga it doesn't happen, and then we are frustrated, what relationships, nothing is working. 
then we think, oh Krishna, I'm so unhappy here, please take me back. So that's what Krishna is arranging, so that we can uh, revive our consciousness and, and he's given us a very easy method. Krishna, my dear, I am listening to you and I will reciprocate with you and I will, uh, you know, purify you and take you back. So, uh, from, uh, you know, uh, so we can see how Krishna is so kind, is looking for some opportunity to enter our hearts, to enter our space, our life. Somehow, he wants to enter. He arranges different situations and all that and then he gets old. Disturbed, you want to surrender to him, oh Krishna, save me, I, there's no one else but you. And it is all just a setup, you know, like a, a drama or a, like, a, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, the hero uh, wants to impress the heroine and uh, he wants, uh, so he sets up some uh, people. Actually, when I talk about hero, heroine, even, uh, you know, Kartikeya, he, uh, he has two wives, Kartikeya, the son of Lord Shiva. Uh, so, uh, he had, uh, one is Deviyani and uh, the other is Valli. So, the Valli, uh, because Kartikeya spent most of the time in South India, um, he was known as Murugan and all that in Tamil Nadu, and especially Tamil Nadu has got maximum temples of uh, Kartikeya. And uh, so, he also met, I mean, both of them are actually eternal uh, consorts of, uh, uh, they are the, they were Vishnu's children in a previous life. Vishnu's uh, daughters, and then they, uh, in this life, uh, I mean, Kartikeya, they wanted to marry him. And so, Valli uh, was actually um, a daughter of a tribal. And Kartikeya uh, saw her, and um, she also appeared uh, like from the ground or something like that. You know, she appeared, and um, she was the daughter of the tribal. And uh, uh, some uh, you know, uh, they liked each other, but, uh, but you know, he, uh, uh, her father, I think, uh, they had to win over him or something. Anyway, he uh, tried in different ways to woo her. Then he came in the form of an old man, you know, and uh, asking her for something, I'm hungry and all that. And she gives uh, some, uh, uh, some flour and honey and all that, and he has it. Uh, then, uh, so he proposes to her and she is very upset. She doesn't realize, she also likes Kartikeya, but uh, she didn't know that this old man is Kartikeya. So she is very rude to him and she says, you know, I don't want to, you know, she spurns this thing. Then Kartikeya, he talks, he, uh, you know, he connects with Ganesha, his brother. Hey, Ganesha, please help me now what to do. So Ganesha comes in the form of an elephant. And he started uh, start chasing uh, Valli. And Valli gets so scared and then she goes and uh, begs this uh, old man to help her, you know, to protect her. She, he says, I will marry, uh, I mean, I will protect you only if you get married to me and so on. And then, of course, after that, she, she didn't, uh, she agrees because at that time she's so frightened of the elephant. But anyway, after that, she says, no, I won't marry you. But then, uh, then he shows his form and so on. So, why I mentioned this the past time is because that, uh, you know, Krishna does that elephant set up. Ganesha came in the form of an elephant to help Kartikeya so that Mali will uh, take shelter of him. Like that, Krishna arranges different, different situations for his devotee. For non-devotees, it's according to their karma, whatever happens. But for devotees, he does all these arrangements so that we'll, oh, Krishna, please 
help me. So he uh, so then he turned to him and he connect back with him. So that thank you very much, Hari Krishna. Um, there are any questions or comments? Please go ahead. Thank you. Hare Krishna Mataji, Madanat Pradam to you. Very nice class, Mataji. Thank you so much. And Mataji, today is the last day of Damodar month, right? 18th. Yes. No, for us it's tomorrow. Uh, okay, yeah, today is the last day, correct. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what I thought because it's like full moon and generally it says end of Karthik Mass, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so Mataji, uh, like uh, maybe some something you can share a little bit about Damodar's month, <laughs> Damodar Lila uh-huh. today, if it's possible, a little bit. Uh-huh. Okay, sure. Actually, uh, yeah, all our speakers have been doing that and then it's going to, it's like coming to an end today and then tomorrow mm-hmm. I will not ask <laughs> because it's like, you know, different mass starts tomorrow. So thank you so much, Mataji. Okay. So this Damodar pastime is um, very special, and um, we see how uh, you know Krishna um, related with his mother because he wants to. Um, um, he here, um, I mean, uh, mainly because this month is special for two reasons. One is because with Mother Yashoda that pastimes that's very prominent. The other is. Because it's the month of Radharani, that is a Kartika month, and uh, so, and uh, I mean the same thing that the way that Madhya Yashoda bound Krishna here in the Bauma Vrindavana, Radharani in the Goloka Vrindavana, she ties up Krishna. So in both cases we can see the two most prominent people in Krishna's lives, mother and consort, both tying him up. Uh, and Krishna enjoying it so much. He wants to be controlled by love. Um, so that's how, uh, you know, Krishna uh, dances to the, you know, whatever the gopis and uh, they tell him sometimes, hey Krishna, sit down, or oh, Krishna, do this. And he just like a puppet, he agrees to do whatever they say. So that is how we can understand from the Damodar Leela that we want to develop love for Krishna so that, I mean, uh, that's how we can control Krishna, how to love. And that's very nice. It's not in a, uh, you know, in an egoistic way that we want to control. We can never control Krishna like that. But Namudri Leela tells us how much Krishna wants to be controlled by his devotee, by his pure devotee. That's what gives him so much enjoyment. Because everyone else is always going to him and worshipping him and, um, you know, glorifying him and uh, so on. But here, out of so much love for Krishna, and that they don't even consider him as God, and they think that he belongs to me, and he should listen to me for uh, uh, out of love, for his well-being, they think, whatever they are doing, so much uh, authority, out of love, they feel that they own Krishna. He belongs to me, and they feel so free with him. So that is what, uh, you know, completely satisfies Krishna. So that can, I mean, we cannot imitate that now because uh, 
if we do that, we will be it will be a mode of passion or uh, you know uh, even maximum goodness. But it it will have a selfish tinge, and so Krishna will never agree to be bound like that by any uh, conditioned living entity or even people with other rasas. You know they cannot control Krishna the way the gopis and Madhya Yashoda can control him. Um, so, because they have completely dedicated themselves, they can't think of anything else but Krishna. But the Yashoda, Krishna is everything. All the time, she is meditating on how to uh, take care of Krishna, how to make nice food, always thinking of Krishna's eating. And that, even in the same month of Damodar, we had so many Leelas, right? In this month, we are starting with the Rasa Leela and... Um, um, and then we had Govardhan Leela and all that. The day after Diwali we had. Uh, what is that? I mean, Krishna was holding the Govardhan for seven days. And Mati Yashoda was all the time thinking, oh, you, Krishna is not eating, it's, he's not eating. All the time she's only thinking of that. Uh, so, as a mother, she was so concerned that Krishna is not eating three times a day, uh, a variety of items. Every day I make for him. Uh, eight different types of preparations and uh, he's not eating anything and so Krishna said no no I have to I'm very busy now I have to hold this gold and then uh, and he was playing the flute and so at the last day uh, I mean on the eighth day uh, seventh day of uh, you know when this pastime of Govardhana happened she made uh, well, she made up for all the days you know seven days seven into eight fifty six Fifty-six items she served Krishna on that day to her satisfaction. And that's how Chapin Book, Chapin Book started on that day because of Mother Yashoda so much love. She's always thinking of Krishna's well-being. Uh, you know, that if he doesn't eat, he'll fall sick and he'll become weak. And So Krishna wants that kind of, uh, you know, love. Because we all have that, right? We have our mothers and fathers and uh, who will uh, think about always thinking of their children's well-being. And children feel very nice to be protected like that by their parents. But what about God? He also wants to enjoy that. And so... Uh, he, if he, you know, when some uh, devotee gives him this much love, uh, then he uh, and treats him as a child. He wants to be born as a child, and that's why now we see so many uh, in the Bhagavatam also he appears as a child and all that. He wants to someone uh, to love him so much, so selflessly, and only thinking about his well-being and chastising him and scolding him and so on. So that is the kind of spontaneous love. They need to develop. And in this month, by just offering the lamp only to go uh, Damudra, they're burning away all the sins so that we can develop the desire to attain Krishna. So that's why this month is so, so special because it is uh, inviting everyone to come and uh, take part in uh, you know, Krishna's uh, Leela in this very intimate mood um, of, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, spontaneous love for him, which is uh, which doesn't have any awe and reverence and formalities and so on. So Damodar Leela is very sweet. That's why Krishna and the whole image itself invokes that feeling of love and devotion for Krishna. So let us hope. I mean that you know the thirty days we have been worshiping Tulsi also. I mean, all that uh, that we do in this month, also he has given one special benediction 
that you know whatever you do you get thousand times the benefit in this month thousand or hundred i'm not sure um because thousand is purushottam month and hundred is this i think purushottam month is krishna's month and this is radha's month but uh, anyway let us take it as thousand also whatever it is it's a big number uh, whatever we do it will be magnified so that uh, we get so so much krishna arranges so that we get a is uh, for devotional service spontaneous and devotional service is that okay uh, yes mata ji thank you so much <laughs> you know uh, like we hear damodar leela and then right after the call i do my damodar astakam so it's so nice to hear different devotees realization and um, but wonderful class and mata ji i got cut out in the call in the middle i know that the first uh, uh, Words you read didn't have a purport, and the second one you did, but you didn't do the 18th, right? You didn't go through the. Uh, I did. Uh, no, I didn't do 18, 16, and 17. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure that we can get it ready for uh, our mm. tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, 18. Because yes, without purport, you know, it's very difficult to. Uh, uh, sometimes, in fact, uh, uh, sorry, without the with only translation, like even mm. when I was reading uh, presently, I was reading like Canto two, and what mm. happened? when i read the translation then i'm like completely puzzled and i'm like i don't know what to do what is what are those three four lines telling me but then i go back to reading the purport and it makes more mm-hmm. sense and it almost seems like you know then i go back to the translation again and then i'm like okay now it makes sense it's almost like a summary you know but uh, yeah. it's it's something like we have been attending the class and somebody's telling us in the end this is the mm-hmm. summary so we we'll never understand like that so but yes. uh, wonderful how shri prabhupad has uh, in s- uh, several translations it's like a summary of the uh, summary comes out from the long purport of 2 to 3 pages also you know yeah uh, that's just my experience so uh, thank you so much mata ji so any devotees have question comments for mata ji for today's class mm. okay thank you so much we'll take any other questions also there we can take Hare Krishna Mata Ji Dandavat Hare Krishna Dandavat uh, All glories to Shri Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj Mata Ji very very nice class uh, May I ask you a question Yeah sure Okay Mata Ji you said there are two quadruple expansions right Hmm so my question is why do we have two what, what is the connection between the second one and the first one Ha uh, very good question actually because they are differently uh, formed because over there uh, you know it is in the goloka vrindavana is different they look uh, similar to krishna and here for narayana uh, forms um, you know because uh, it's different vaikuntha mood is different and goloka mood is different that is why do actually they are also four armed form on the goloka um, uh, also uh, but the mood is different different so, there so, so you mean to say the first quadruple expansion happened in goloka and the second yes. one happened in uh, narayana expansion from narayana okay the first expansions are from krishna yes the first quadruple expansions are from krishna and the second one is from narayana 
so the first yes. expansion is sankarshan right and from yeah the from balarama from balarama yeah right from self into sankarshana and then the four uh, forms of yeah yes okay so sankarshan is not balaram sankarshan is an expansion of balaram yes oh oh okay so the first expansion uh, is the quadruple expansion is taking place in golok from lord sri krishna hmm. right and yeah. then from sankarshana uh, the second uh, the mahavishnu appears right from sankar from from first sankarshan hmm yeah narayana yes not mahavishnu narayana mahavishnu is the purusha avatar in the material world okay so narayan comes from sankarshan and that is also in goloka no that is in vaikuntha yeah narayana is in vaikuntha okay so from vaikuntha from narayana comes mahavishnu no from narayana comes the second chaturvyuha then chaturvyuha sankarshana then you get the purusha avatar as mahavishnu oh from second sankarshana mahavishnu comes yes from the first sankarshana narayana comes from the second sankarshana mahavishnu comes oh okay yeah now i understand thank you so much mata ji yeah very wonderful okay so uh, where is the uh, <clears throat> second sankarshana when uh, mahavishnu comes is he in the garbhodakshaya vishnu i mean garbhodakshaya ocean uh, in the material world see they are there in the spiritual world but they um they uh, expand as uh, you know uh like um pradyamna aniruddha and so um, garbhodakshayi vishnu is actually an expansion of pradyamna and um tirudakshayi is of aniruddha then uh, mahavishnu is of uh, vasudeva and sankarshana comes as um, uh, anantasesha and also for, for as a bed of uh, um, vishnu garbhodakshay vishnu and uh, shirudakta um, vishnu and also as for holding up all the planets planets no is another anantasesha and the patala loka holding up all the planets so that is an expansion of sankarshana hmm. and mataji where where is it all listed you um, you can find it uh, in the uh, internet also you get this uh, um, this thing you know this whole with diagram and all that say it again please mataji i missed it you just you uh, google it and you'll get because all this is mentioned in the chaitanya charitamrita chaitanya charitamrita gives all these uh, explains all this but if you want it so if you read chaitanya charitamrita you will uh, you know uh, all this is explained but if you want to see it in a glance you know with a diagram and all that it is there uh, you just uh, put as uh, you know the uh, the lord and his expansions or something expansions or something then you will get this oh okay 
ओके सो चैतन्य चरितमृतम इज इट इन अंत लीला और मध्य लीला थिंक इट्स इन द आदि लीला ऑफ देम आदि लीला आदि लीला ओके ऑल राइट माता जी थैंक यू सो मच हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा Uh, does anybody else have any question, comments, or Mataji?